The Euroallegiance podcast is brought to you in part by the generosity of our wonderful Patreon supporters. Visit patreon.com forward slash the Euroallegiance podcast for bonus episodes, behind the scenes content, merchandise and more. Now, let's get to this week's show. This week, guys. So, welcome to episode 14 of the Eurolegions podcast. So, we're really, really, really getting into the mid double figures. That's not bad, Mal, is it? Not at all. Not at all. We are, we are cruising. Very good. Well, uh, we also have Rich with us. How are you doing, Rich? Not too bad, thank you. Looking forward to this week's. Yeah. How have you been feeling since uh, the reveal this weekend? Uh, tired because I stayed up to watch it live. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Having said I wouldn't, because I had a five-hour drive the next day, I stayed up till two o'clock in the morning watching it live. Oh. Um, sat in the only place I had good reception in my pet in my mum's house, which was the bathroom floor. Ooh. So look, luckily, nobody needed to use the toilet during that period. <laughs> well, I had I had a very relaxed uh, rewatch on Saturday morning. Had my coffee <laughs> and my toast out in the balcony with the laptop. Got my little notebook. Got my little notebook to make notes for this episode. So that's Very how classic. I prepared. It was all done and dusted in two hours. <laughs> preparation. Go, What's yeah, that? preparation <laughs> leads to an even worse failure because then, then, you pre- <laughs> then you've prepared and then you're like, oh, I still failed. That's not good. Well, we had to call in some reinforcements this week. We did. Like we we're hopefully going to get reinforcements soon. Hey, uh, in the there. Mythic Legions line, yeah, boom, boom. That just that just off the cuff. That one. Didn't even prepare that one. <laughs> so we got two of the big guns from the European community. Um, firstly, we've got Nico Dinkela, the admin of the Mythic Legions European faction and one of the biggest uh, collectors in Europe. Welcome, Nico. Hello, hello. Such an honor to be here. Ah, Thanks for the invite. You're welcome. I'm very happy you could join us. And we also have the other Swede. We're complete now. We've got the two Swedes. This is our second one. It's Tomas Reitberg. Woo, yeah. Hey, <laughs> thanks for having me, man. <laughs> no problem. It's, well, your royalty now is since I last spoke to you, you've had an action figure named after you. Uh, yes. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I really, That's crazy. I really man. don't know uh, if I'm worthy of even uh, being on your podcast, you know? <laughs> oh, man, you know, <laughs> I still just me. Yeah, I still yeah, yeah. Still just a humble guy. I know, I know, I know. But when you, you know, when you're on your own with, uh, with Rydor, you're going to be going, ah, yeah. It's Rydor, yeah. Man. That's me. <laughs> I mean, I have to. <laughs> so quick question, Thomas. Does, does Matt give you a free figure as he's named after you? We just love to buy it. He did not. Oh. I think it was extra expensive for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he won't even uh, he won't even give you free shipping, will he? No, I'd happily just take that. You know, I'll pay for the fig, no problem. <laughs> I just won't pay for the two hundred dollar shipping. <laughs> Is that true? Yeah, Damn. I mean, we guess two hundred would be a good price. I guess 
the way things are going. It's not going to be cheap. <laughs> <laughs> they are going to be heavy. Maybe yeah. we collect them at Legion's Con 24. How about that? I, I feel, <laughs> like if they came into Matt's house in you know this time next year or next summer, I'd be like, yeah, you can hang on to them to November. That's fine. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, That's when Rich is getting his AWOC figures, isn't it? At least. <laughs> <laughs> Now, let's not start on a negative note here. Now, come on. Come on. <laughs> we have so many good things to talk about, uh, which do not include my Mythic Legions tactics. So. <laughs> so that's your update for this week. You can read into that what you like. Um, so, guys, uh, Nico, tell how did you get into uh, Mythic Legions then? Well, it was back in, what was it, 2019? I was collecting Mutu Classics. Started then to use uh, Instagram more and more. Uh, and then I saw Coveros, pictures of Coveros more and more. First, I thought this was uh, whatever kind of custom. And uh, yeah, after seeing more and more pictures of him, recognized, okay, that can't be a custom. It looks too good <laughs> or whatever, too professional and whatnot. And uh, started some research, found out about Four Horsemen. So I was a complete rookie in the uh, toy collecting game okay. um, at that point. So I was collecting Moto Classics for about four years, but not very heavy and, you know, not deep into it and no, basically knowing nothing. So never heard about Four Horsemen, and, but then did. And uh, yeah, it was pretty clear I need to get that Coveros at that point. Um, Base figures had the Moto tributes. I think it was the only, the only shop here in Germany at that point at, or at that time that uh, had any Mythic Legions. I can confirm that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I got him, uh, and I was hooked um, <laughs> instantly. Uh, decided that I need to have all of the Moto tributes only. Uh, yeah, didn't work that well, and the rest is history. After those two, then what was your first uh, order you got in on? With Four Horsemen directly, it was it was with Aretha, Aretha, I think. I... Yeah, but just just two of them. Okay. Hellfire Goblin and Vorthok. But they they it was there was German retailers then at that stage uh, popping up. They did, them. but I I still was at the at that point I still was like okay I don't need them all. <laughs> Gotcha. Yeah, what a mistake. <laughs> yeah, that mm. was a good wave to get in on. But Yeah, uh, I made that very mistake as well. Uh, mm. Funnily enough, and Kauros was my first figure as well. So, And I think a bit like Mal, you, you started as an inbox collector? Correct, yeah. yeah. Yeah, true. So with the classics, I started uh, as an inbox collector, and I, it stayed like that with the with Mythic Legions. We would doesn't make any sense, actually, but uh, I did. <laughs> At some point, then I decided to, okay, I really have to unbox them all because everybody's just talking about how amazing these figures are in hand and to post them and whatnot. Uh, and I just started to open them all. At that point, I had quite a lot. and It took me months <laughs> to open them all. Um, yeah, that was a great, great time. A lot a of fun. Time, yeah. I remember, uh, yeah. I think it was uh, one of the guys off the Toy Power podcast. They they were an inbox uh, classics collector, it was Ben from Toy Power, and then he eventually one day decided, I'm just going to open them all. 
mm-hmm. and he just had a big party at the weekend <laughs> opening all these figures and he, this was maybe four, four or five years into collecting them so yeah a lot of uh, a lot of fun unboxing at that point and tomas yeah. uh, people know you i think uh, quite well already from uh, from your weekly show my favorite legion <laughs> yeah but still give us a little uh, give us a little background on how you got into uh, this whole thing well legions i knew about the line long before i even got a figure uh, probably because of my wife is going to kill me podcast um but i i although i the figures look cool they they just they didn't have a backstory or anything so uh, to me i mean not a known property you know what i mean so but then early 2020 there was a he-man meetup in stockholm and of course emil wickman was there <laughs> handling out drugs You've heard of him <laughs> yeah no not drugs <laughs> i mean mythic legions uh, yeah yeah so toy drugs toy equipment toy drugs, yeah <laughs> so uh, i ended up buying a, a krona from him that's my first figure and uh, I ran up to the hotel room one. to just dump him there and go down to join the others. And I I didn't go back down for another half an hour. So I had to open it and play with it at the <laughs> hotel room. <laughs> it was so great, that figure, man. And I was instantly hooked, you know. That's excellent. That's how it goes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Very good. And uh, before we get into uh, the main conversation here in All-Star 6, uh, I'll ask you first, Tomas, seeing as uh, you get to ask everyone else, what's your favorite Legion and your favorite faction then? Oh, yeah. Uh, we get everyone on the board for this. Mm-hmm. My favorite figure is still Brother Mandibulus. Um, just an awesome figure. Uh, I wow, love... and he's, he's got stiff competition coming up here. Yeah, I, I will. it will be interesting to see how long he will hold up as my favorite. I mean, it's coming more and more great figures down the line so we'll see but as if now he is my <laughs> favorite figure uh favorite faction weirdly enough uh, brother medibulis is not in the house of the noble bear but barbarians i mean <laughs> barbarians is the core for me for high fantasy so they're my guys <laughs> right there with you right there with you <laughs> john throw, throw him out the podcast john throw him out <laughs> I just did a custom of you in the House of the Noble Bear, so, you know, you're... Yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> I'll put it on a Templar, don't worry. <laughs> Very good. So, yeah, that's a, that's the He-Man thing, isn't it? The House of the Noble Bear. I think so, yeah. For you to know. Yeah. And then, Nico, same same questions. Same, yeah. And same answer. So, oh, it's really? definitely House of the Noble Bear. Yeah, not only because of the He-Man thing, but... Uh, yeah, it's one of the reasons. <laughs> and um, and the I'd say favorite figure is actually still Kavaros, but mostly for the reason that um, that's the one that yeah, the first took one, me yeah. in. Yeah, And it's a really good um, figure too, to be honest. It, it is, definitely is. If I just go by the visual standpoint, it's uh, actually also Brother Mandibulus. Um, but I have to say, I mean, seriously, Basically, all of them are awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very hard to say uh, which is the best looking. You actually can't. <laughs> it changes. Yeah. You know, of course. Changes. But yeah, we, we'll stay with the initial thoughts yeah. on that. Yeah. 
we don't have to all do the mal sitting on the fence. You know, we can make a choice. <laughs> it's a very comfortable fence. <laughs> yes. Well, we love it, Mal. This is why we get a laugh out of it. <laughs> okay. So I guess uh, on Friday night, very late for us and into Saturday, we got the new wave revealed. Uh, and I think just to pick up from last week, uh, Mal and Rich, we got we got Sir Ignatius then revealed on top. We're all happy enough with that. I think we guessed it really, didn't we? Yeah. We were almost certain that's who it would be. And he's all right. I would have liked Pixis, but Sir Ignatius is an absolutely awesome figure. There he is. Yeah. yeah, and I'm I'm extremely happy with that. Although I've I've now decided that I want to do a small um, custom faction of angels using him as a book. So... While it's great that he got picked, that's like five of those I need to get now, so it can be a costly, <laughs> a costly thing. Yeah, we'll just pre-order them on uh, at retail, and then you don't have to worry about it until later. Exactly. Yeah, just explain <laughs> them when the giant box turns up in my house later. <laughs> Inevitably, on the day that my wife's working at home, it's always like that. <laughs> I remember a couple of, uh, I think, like Arathir. So there was an early two years between that. That arrived when I was on holidays, like the annual week I go away every summer. That arrived that day, and uh, some other big one as well. Alithia, I think, arrived when I, when there was nobody here for the day. So yeah, you can't really you can't really tell, can you? But yeah, it's no. never going to be perfect. That's all I know. As long as they show up, anyways, right? Eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to lose, my, I'm starting to lose my sense of humor about one particular delivery. But I'm, I'm trying to keep the good side out, you know. And then, uh, Nico, what you, what is your thoughts? Firstly, on just the three, we're just going to briefly talk about the four voted in figures. So, were they ones you were going for, or had you other ones? Uh, yes, actually, I voted three of them. Uh, I do need two of them uh, to uh, on my way to be complete cool yep which two so, of those uh, this is now uh so gorthok i already have both are both are shadow and the dwarf both are exactly and uh clavian clavian oh, those yes. two those yeah, two Kalevian, uh, i was very so rare a lot of people do yep. customs of them but to get the original is is very rare yeah definitely yeah so that took me down to four, still missing. Oh wow, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's but very just good. While we're on it, what what are the four then you're missing? In case there's some very uh, generous person listening, you know. <laughs> so it's the um, it's the deluxe builder number one, the knight. Oh yeah. Uh, it is Thord, Thord Iron Jaw. Yeah. It is. Let me. Take a look at my list. It's Sir Godfrey and oh. Urzok. Okay. I think you get a 2.0. Are you okay with getting a 2.0 when you count that? Or, or do you need the original? No. No. I, I mean, I, I'm fine with all stars yeah. that uh, I don't care about. But, um, but you want the I love the, I Yes, I, I love the 2.0 versions or the second versions or however yeah. you want to call it. But I prefer to have them both. Okay. Fair enough. Definitely. So, those four. Very good. And Tomas, how are you feeling about the, the four voted in figures? Oh, I'm very happy with the ones we got. Uh, other than Kalavian and uh, Sir Ignatius, it, it was my picks. I, I voted for Asterion and um, 
instead of Kalavian, I would have voted for Sir Galeron, but I'm really happy with the yeah. way it turned out anyway. So cool. Super did cool. you do you have any of those already or uh I have none of them. <laughs> so it's a bonus. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is yeah. a big bonus. Yeah. 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 That's good. Very good. So um let's move on to the actual uh, newly revealed figures. How about that? Yeah. Let's do Sounds it. good. And we're going to do it in the order they were revealed, because that's how I took my notes, if you were looking <laughs> earlier. <laughs> um, so the first is the Skeleton Raider. So this is uh, the one that they teased on the little YouTube uh, thumbnail, which was pretty cool. And um, it is uh, a skeleton with a new head. Um, it also has the gladiator head. Um, it's got two different uh, loincloths, four sets of hands, and it's coming from Vikenfell. So we like that, Rich, don't we? Oh, we love that, John. And, uh, <laughs> We've been campaigning for Vikings, haven't we? Yeah, and Eric uh, Treadaway said that we're excited to look at more Vikenfell and reveal more of what goes on up there. So that sounds... Uh... Now, I don't know if he was talking about just this wave, but uh, I'm going to take it as no, he wasn't. <laughs> it, it, it kind of hints that uh, there might be a few more from Vikenfell in future waves this year, doesn't it? Uh... Yeah. And then uh, they also mentioned about that when uh, Nate Barch did the map, that that was a complete game changer for the story and that basically that gave them a lot of more structure on, on what they wanted to do. So I think a big thanks to Nate Barch for that. And uh, of course, he's a Viking man as well. So. Uh, so how many uh, how many of these are you going to get, Rich? Then just a dozen, a dozen or probably you, no more than twenty five. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll get a handful, definitely. I have to admit, when I first saw it, my yeah. initial reaction was a little bit disappointed. Okay, just because it just because it was you know yes, it's a skeleton, but there's not much else going on there other than the head sort of thing. Yeah, um, but then I started looking in a bit more detail. I was like, actually, do you know what? Yeah, that is, that's really iconic. You know, yeah. that's that's like Sinbad sort of skeletons, you know, that's something they go up against. Um, and I really love the fact that they've used the um, Calavius head as a spare head, like an undead gladiator yeah. from that part of the world. That's, that's great as well. So yeah, and that's I will definitely a, be getting a few of these. That's quite a hard to get head really, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. And they've dirtied it up already. So there's no worries about painting up a Calavius one or anything like that. You know, they've no. done the job for us. So yeah. yeah that's Overall, pretty... I really like it now. Cool. And yeah, it's got extra wrist gauntlets as well, it looks like. Yes, Pretty they cool. look very cool. Yeah. yeah, Just lots of nice uh, different things. I can't believe all the stuff they're putting in these now. It reminds me a bit of Skeleton Warriors. Remember that, that toy line? Yes. A bit like that. Yep. Sorry. I currently have two of those for sale on eBay. The oh. Jones 1234, if anyone's Skeleton Warrior. <laughs> 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 Soon get you to pay for advertising, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I'll sponsor us, John, don't worry. And Mal, what are you thinking of this one? Yeah, yeah, he's good. Um, he's he's very much the uh, the build originally of the wave, but there's some awesome new parts on him, like you've just mentioned the uh, the wrist guards, two different sets of wrist guards, one of which I think is completely new. Um, loincloth that's completely new. That's uh, I mean, it's a little bit gladiatorial as well as uh, fitting with the Viking. He, he's just a great looking figure isn't he um but again 
proper sort of skeletal bone, uh, lower legs and skeletal bone, uh, lower arms as well. So it opens up the options of what you can do with him. So, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, Tomas, this is something that floats your boat? Yeah, absolutely. It, it's just a perfect uh, army builder, I mean. And if you count yeah. in the heads from the undead head pack, you mean you can get a great variety of, of this skeleton body. So I'm really That's pleased right, yeah. with that. Cool. And Nico? Yeah, I'd say you can't have uh, enough skeletons here, right? Yeah. Looks looks pretty good. And uh, I really do like that they use the gladiator head. Yeah, that's really, I mean, pretty you, awesome. you can put that, you can maybe put that in a different uh, figure completely, or, you know, you could do as they do in the picture here. But I like this type of Legion builder, especially in this way, kind of wave. Okay, it's a full price figure, but you're getting your your kind of builder where you have so many options with it um, and you don't have to really paint it if you're not so inclined or if, you know, you just don't want to. Um, so very happy with that yeah. one. And at the end of the day, they had to put something in with, the, you know, although there are extra accessories in this and quite a few of them, you know, they had to save money on tooling somewhere. So there was always going to be one of those figures that people might go, oh, it's just a builder, but they're asking 37. It's like, it's only 37, which is cheap as hell. Yeah. And, look <laughs> and that helps pay for the rest of it. So and look at all the stuff as well. Then on The paint yeah. apps on it as well are fantastic. You look yeah. At the leather bits, they are. There's some real work gone into them. For sure. Yeah, it's, not a, it's not a builder in the classic old way. Like no. Definitely not. There won't be anyone moaning about this. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, okay, and then we move on to, um, and when I first was looking through the the pictures when I woke up on Saturday morning, um, I didn't realize, firstly, that this was a skeleton dwarf. You know, I just looked at it quickly, and, and you know, if you don't pay close enough attention. But, yeah, this is a Scali Bone Splitter, um, and he's... He's a leader of a force of raiders, so straight away linked back to the previous figure, um, coming as well from Vikingfell, which is maybe where I'm thinking that that's what they were talking about when they were talking about more from Vikingfell. But I hope there is more in the future. Um, so skeleton dwarf, of course, we called it as bearded mal, I think, didn't we? That we did. A... We and we got the. Uh... I think made us all squeal. <laughs> was yeah. the uh, shout out on the on the uh, show. Yeah, we got a shout out for this one. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, Mal, I couldn't squeal. I was sat on the bathroom floor at that point, trying not to go the house. <laughs> I was very happy inside there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the from the deluxe gladiator. We got the second one of those pauldrons, so we can match up our pauldrons now. So that's uh, that's awesome. The paint app on those pauldrons. I was looking at it today yeah. before the show and i hadn't registered the the wash yeah. to bring out the skull and the uh, pattern and all that and it's, they look really really good really good yeah and then uh it's reusing the poxus chest plate that that i would never have and i don't I suppose because we don't have poxus yet in hand uh, it's not something that you'd instantly see but that is the same chest plate as poxus um and you also get the deluxe legion builder barbarian head so the head that comes with it is a bit similar head, but it's got bone kind of coming through the beard. And it's got uh, new attachments for that helmet. So there's new helmet attachments if you want to, to change some other figures instead of just this one. Um, and it comes with the hammer that you got with Sir Elijah in the Necronominous wave. 
which I knew I'd seen that one before, but uh, again, I couldn't place it, but uh, they said it. So uh, I thought that was pretty good. The weapons and you got the Dwarven shield as well. The classic one that comes with the Cavern Dwarf and also comes with uh, King Bromden. Yeah, I think this this is uh, this is one we're going to be getting a few of, Rich, what do we think? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I mean, just the, the two heads themselves. I, I didn't realise until you said it then, John, that it was the deluxe Barbarian Builder head. I think I was too focused on the really cool bladed side yeah, but that's that's just... what the that's what they do. They just do a small little change, which is actually a detachable change. So not even uh, they don't even need to retool that head. It's just a tiny accessory that they throw into one of the other new tools, and uh, completely changes up the look of it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And the the main head, I I adore the main head. I think they've done it in my eyes pretty much perfectly for a dwarf. It's got the beard. It has to have a beard. Um. But it's got the big helmet too, so they've they've managed to make it look very, very dwarf, but then still with the mouth and the exposed nose area sort of thing, very skeletal as well. So I love the the way they've done that. To me, that's really you know screams skeleton dwarf. Um, and the hammer, uh, just a different coat of paint on the hammer makes it look ex- in my head exactly like something a radio would be carrying, because you know there's a mace, there's a spike, there's a, another mace at the end. You know, it's a brutal weapon. So exactly what a radio should be coming down with. Yeah, and Mal, you're you're another dwarf fan like me, so yeah. I mean, this this is joint favourite of this uh, wave revealed. I think he's just he's just awesome. <laughs> There's not a lot I can say because I like him so much, you know. It's, uh, um, and John, you will get you if you buy a couple of him, you'll get your shield back for uh, yeah, Brampton, <laughs> <London>, yeah. <laughs> might need to get a little touch Probably of pain. Not- yeah, it's probably not too much, yeah. But uh, yeah, you're right. You've well remembered, well remembered, yeah. So <laughs> we didn't get Kim Bramden voted in, which was, I suppose is okay. He might come back again. But uh, yeah, get my shield back. Love that, love that. I was yeah. going to say, Jeremy said that Bromden was up there, though, didn't he? So yeah, that that suggests maybe the dwarfs are getting coming a bit more popular now. Well, all the uh, Legion builders, I think, uh, Deluxe Legion builders, I think all the dwarfs have sold out, haven't they, on Big Bad or something like that. They have, yeah. That was all that was all Ralph Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> all of them. It's possible. <laughs> it sure is possible, Ralph. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh he's someone that was definitely very happy with this reveal. I've seen a lot yep. of uh, of his comments, so that was cool. And uh, Nico, you were uh you dwarf fan at all or uh Actually, yes. I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a dwarf guy, uh, but I do really like them. I What I really like is they stand so good. Okay, you can just put it on your shelf. It will never fall. It's never. Like a little brick, yeah. Doesn't matter, yeah, exactly. And um, I'm really happy to see, well, in first instance, to see something else in the skeleton wave. But I'm happy for all the dwarf guys, really. I, I like it. Yeah, it's a, it's really a passionate do. group. Yeah. And Tomas, you're a dwarf fan, aren't you? Yeah. Finally. You're, you're one of the kings under the map. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting on a skeleton dwarf. I mean, come on, it's so cool. It's I screamed when I saw this. <laughs> it's so cool, man. I mean, both heads yes, included are, are super cool. It, it will just it will work so good, man. I, I can't wait to put this in a sh- on a shelf. Yeah, me too. I'm definitely getting a few mm-hmm. of, of this guy. Um yeah. 
the the wonderful Anthony Hausil, he listens to us every week, uh, pretty much straight away. And uh, he always sends me a message, <laughs> about how, usually about how he enjoyed the episode. So uh, we have to do him a bit extra justice on this one for the for the wonderful uh, dwarf skeleton. Yeah, absolutely. That uh, yeah, with a wave with two dwarfs. Imagine uh, and uh, a skeleton wave, and there's two dwarfs yeah. in it. So, Perfect. Uh, Anthony, we're just like your legions. The dwarfs are taking over. <laughs> do you like that and uh rich yeah oh i did because <laughs> rich has taken over i've i found beer or beer or something this week that's called the jones and uh apparently there's crisps in the uk called the jones as well so yeah jones jones is a brand of crisps over here now as yeah. well yeah so basically this is how i fund mythy legions i, I make crisps <laughs> and beer i love it could you make some wine next <laughs> i'll see what i can do quite partial <laughs> You can, I mean, you can do it over here. We have plenty of grapes, so you just you just send us the labels. I'll slap them on the bottle and away okay. We go. Okay, so after a couple of skeletons, um, they brought in Joe Vaspolo. Um, they actually brought him in for. Did they bring him in to, for the end of the dwarf? I'm sure they did. Dwarf, Joe was a, a dwarf guy, um, and he revealed the first Order of Etheron figure, and it's Sir Andrew. And shortly after talking kind of through this, uh, Joe dropped that it was designed by Joe. So that Eric had basically called him into the office and uh, thought he was going to ask him a few things about stuff. And he said, uh, yeah, here's uh, this figure. I want you to design it. And uh, yeah, he was uh, blown away. And when he got over that, he uh, designed a pretty, pretty cool night. So it's Sir Andrew, named after Joe's son. It's a pyromancer who was originally in the Order of Basilia. He accidentally killed his parents with his first spell. Um, he was trained by Jorand then afterwards. Um, he has similar armor to the gold skeleton, so matched, so I... That's kind of nodding something in the direction of the reinforcements, I would say. That I'm really gonna is, isn't it? Yes, I'm going to read it. everything into that anyway. Yeah. Although, and does it, it also just mean that the gold, uh, was it a gold 2.0 helmet, would work on this? Ah, uh, don't be, don't be ruining my buzz here now. Uh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. Maybe, maybe that would work as well. But I think it's really the armor uh, color, not the gold color. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. And they've also since then put pictures up on the website or Facebook mm -hmm. anyway with the gold. They did today. Yeah. The next to it, so it's like, yeah, that, this, that's definitely coming in the reinforcements wave. There's no doubt about that. No. And then uh, they also mentioned one of Nico's four. So the teal and gold goes with the original knight builder set as well that's paint match to that so read into that what you want and it's paint match to balam so i don't know i mean that's i mean rich has a few balams i have a few balams so we're fine but uh, you know if you don't have one uh that's not much use to you but you know balam might come back in the future uh he think he was quite high up on the boat on the vote here um it has a new face plate so on the sir alderic uh, helmet um and it uh, has the new, it has that knight's head from the Santa sack uh, from the the figure Obscura. Um, 
and he comes from a group. Uh, so then with that helmet, you can make a group of repentance and they're criminals who repent and then they have to serve the order uh, as part of their sentence for repenting for whatever crimes they did. And then uh, that's not even talking about the soft goods that we have here, which are absolutely incredible. I mean, what C. Jessam is doing with the soft goods, <clears throat> incredible. Um, it's yeah. not only just what he's doing, it's the fact he's doing it and then four horsemen are still keeping it within. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's absolute, like, absolutely no idea how they really good that. point. Yeah, really good point. But I think that they have it so nailed now that he's he knows how far he can go without making it so that it costs too much to do or that it's beyond the capability of the factory. Um, although I feel like they're still pushing the factory all the time. But yeah, I guess they're just able to do it, you know, and that's I suppose you have to offset maybe the cost of the tooling versus the cost of the soft goods at the level of, of whatever orders are going in. And that was something that I read today on the Cabal or something that Jeremy commented or or maybe it was on uh no, it was on the Curtis's live stream after the after the reveal. I watched a uh, a good bit of that. And Jeremy popped on and he said that, yeah, they're able to keep the prices now because the level of fans is increasing. And obviously, when you're ordering more from the factory, they can give you uh, better deals as you go along. So it's the growth in the community. And what usually greedy companies do is they just uh, cream it off the top for themselves and increase the prices because you can at the moment with all the things going on. It would be reasonable to do so. But uh yeah, they seem to want to keep the community and they're happy with the profits that they make. So I'm not complaining. Anyway, this is a, a very good turn of events for capitalism, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we heard that they have a like five-year plan for Mythic Legions already. Yeah. yeah. So maybe they have contracts with the factory that they will go for those five years who knows maybe i'm yeah. sure there's lots of stuff in the background but exactly. I, I still think that they could probably get away with charging more but i think that definitely they, they they don't need to so they rather keep the goodwill in the community and continue to grow the line which i think is what's happening they're, they're just getting organic growth from the fact that these are nearly at the the my wife's gonna kill me guys are saying that like these aren't much more expensive now, direct from the horsemen at least in the US, uh, than the Marvel Legend. The Marvel Legends over there are creeping up to 30, you know? Because I think a lot of Marvel Legends are coming out with the kind of more deluxe type of releases and whatever, you know, it's just a way of throwing in two more accessories and charging 30 instead of 25 or whatever they do. But uh, anyway, Rich, uh, Sir Andrew, is he uh, something? My, my favorite of the wave. Oh, really? Wow. And I never ever I thought That's I would a, say that for a knight in a yeah. skeleton way. No, you're never, a knight ever. yeah, I know you're a knight fan, but like yeah, in a you're definitely more of a skeleton guy and I am. This this ticks so many boxes for me. It's the that teal is is a wonderful colour. It's a great colour, um, yeah. Really wonderful colour. And then the armor colour as well. It just that those are the big selling points. Um and then they said there's pyromancer and there's the, the blue flames coming off the sword, and you're like, okay, this is really good. Um and then the face sculpt is great. And then the second they started talking about him being the leader of the group of repentance, 
my mind was just clicking over, right, I can use this head, I can use this head. I was, I like, he, I was like, he's talking like Rich here. <laughs> you know? yeah. Honestly, I was listening to Joan, I was like, if him and Rich had a beer, they would just never stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I've already got two painted heads that I've not used for anything else yet, which I've now picked out for two repentance at least. There you go. Um, yeah, so this this did everything for me. It's um, I think it's a wonderful figure, wonderful colours. Uh, and the fact I can troop build it and have a really cool unit, you know, full of convicts with scarred faces. And I've got a face that's covered in tattoos as well. I'm going to use that sort of thing. So, yeah. Great figure. Excellent. Mal? Uh, yeah, this is my joint favourite, of, along with the Scally for, of this wave. I think, personally, it's probably the best knight they've done. Um Hard to aside because he's not a knight really, but this is the best knight figure they've done. Classical knight, yeah. As, yeah, as Rich says, the colours, that the cloth goods. It's and it's one of the these figures where the bio, you know, I've said before the bio, you know, they're cool, but I'm not. They're not my priority when it comes to the line. But it's a really cool bio for this one. Sure is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they basically went through the buyer on the reveal, but uh, yeah, and I mentioned a lot of it there from from what I did note of, but really cool. Definitely worth going back to the website and reading that um, if you're listening to this. Um, it'll make you buy more, though. That's the only problem. So check your bank balance first. <laughs> and Tomas, are you a Nike oh, fan? Oh, I am. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to um, agree with Mal. I mean, the bio for this one, it's just you want to know more there's so much in it but there's so much left out so to speak but uh, bio aside i mean visually it's a beautiful figure it it doesn't look like the other knights it's a new look i think and uh, i really love that and i want to see more i want to see more of the repentance of course uh, we probably will but that's just a little seed planted in our brain you just want to expand on and i, I love that in a bio that's what makes a bio so great so uh, all in all just a great release sir andrew is right up there as one of the best from this this all-star six for me yeah i think that that's just it's just really good marketing as well i mean even though it's not necessarily marketing but it it works as marketing it's just cool story around the character um and there isn't it's like some people just look at it and go cool figure i want it they don't never ever will read the bio but there's plenty of us that that are so far into the line that we start to get more and more into the bios and then there's of course a section of people that are reading the bios and that's the most exciting thing on the line for them so yeah this is uh this is how you capture your audience you know and nico you like this one uh, yeah, first of all, I think it's a great gesture to Joe to give him the opportunity to do it. And and he did a hell of a job. I mean, wh what a great figure. What a nice story behind it. And as you guys said already, the bio is awesome. So th there's nothing more to say than overall. It's just fantastic. Cool. Yeah, I love the, uh, the flame effect parts. I love those pieces. Uh, we got them with Arith here in the fire. And I love that we get them here now in the kind of more magic-y effect colors, the blue. And, and we have a faction, faction switch in the bio. You know, I always like yeah. things like that. This, it's really interesting because it's not happening that often. That's true. You got, uh, you got uh, the Atlas does the same as well, doesn't he? And uh, there's a few others. 
can't remember offhand, but yeah. So that's her. Juno, yeah, Juno is right. And the uh, Averona was she? No, she she wasn't. She was. Uh, no, the um, the new evil wizard too is Arizak or something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's Coming right. Boxes, he switched yeah. as well, didn't he? He switched over. Yeah. It's only a few, but overall. Yeah. And then, um, we got into the belt packs, black and brown. These are a cool little item. We like these. Yeah, I mean they're good to have. Um, they're for the customizers, aren't they? Really, they're yeah. Uh... yeah they, you can kind of throw them on any figure to kind of just give it a little bit extra. It's the kind of easiest customizing you do. Or if you do a custom and you just want to make it a bit different, I like that you get them in brown and black. That's a nice yes, touch, yes. you know. So you can but, choose. Yeah. I mean, again, it's probably one I'll buy multiple packs. And then I'll just chuck them in my fodder. But you house with the noble bear guys must be, you know, you're happy with the oh yeah, yeah, yeah. with this kind of stuff. Nico, you you like to have uh, extra belts? Yeah. So in the first moment, I was like, ah, eh, because I don't really care about accessories. So when I say I'm a completionist, I don't care about accessories. Yeah. Only go with the figures. Yeah. But this one is different. So. Because, um, yeah, well, you know, I, I'm a factory poser, as it was called by someone we know. <laughs> and um, with this, I can do, I can feel like a customizer. <laughs> so it's like really, you, you're pimping your figures with just a, this small touch, you know, it's great. Uh, so I will probably get some more and uh, just throw them on all of the figures with belts. Yeah, it's a really good way of just jazzing up your. Uh... Your previous figures, yep. you know, uh, definitely the regular yes. belts. Um, yeah, especially maybe one some more of the more important characters. You know, give yeah. give them the the more fancy belts. It be, adds a lot, yeah. actually. It really adds a lot. Yeah. Tomas, I can I already know that this is something you're going to be a fan oh, of. Oh yeah, being yeah. a man guy for sure. <laughs> I mean, and also they are such an upgrade from previous belts. You know, we got the brown and black ones that and red ones yes. that are just a strip. Uh, so this, uh, I mean, as Nico said, it's sure it's just a belt, but it's a huge upgrade. I mean, um, as soon as I get one of these in hand, I will add one to Torgan Redfin because he, he is screaming for a better belt. <laughs> yeah, he's your, and he's, he's your my guy, companion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's your companion. Yeah, he goes yeah. everywhere with you. So he might as well have a, a good, a fancy yep. belt. Yeah. Yeah, maybe when you maybe when you go out to a nice restaurant or something, you can give Torg yeah, a nice belt. He deserves it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, he can he can stay watch on the outside. Yeah, with his fancy belt. Chat to the chat to the security guard. Yeah, for sure. Um, Rich, I mean, your belt packs for you—it's just no no brainer. It is, but I was embarrassed to say when it first came up, and I'm going to use the excuse if I was tired and sat on a bathroom floor. I was just like, meh. And then, somebody, and then somebody mentioned, oh, yeah, you can just change the belts on other figures. I was like, oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> as, as a customizer, that makes perfect sense. I want to have to buy lots of these. Yeah. And they're not, they're 12 bucks each a pack. So you get two and you get the brown and the black and the all in if you're going to go on the all in. Um, be interesting to see what they come out for the retail price. Wouldn't like them over 20 retail now. But you'd hope you never 15, know. Wouldn't you? Well, that'd be yeah. ideal world now. But if it's fifteen, yeah, well, I could get a lot. But I think it would be twenty. 
I think it was under 25, you're doing well at retail. Oof, oof. Yeah, that might yeah. be tough. Be tough this is where the retailers really ramp it up. Maybe yeah. that'll be my order from the four horsemen. Then he's just loads of belt packs. <laughs> well, maybe on the last day we can do a combined belt pack. Order. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of us. Yeah. We just contact them and say, look, take it out of the packaging so it's just loose. Yeah. It won't weigh anything. We Stick can, them in can a ship as 500 envelope. and it'll cost us literally nothing to ship. So, yeah. yeah, just a padded envelope, just vacuum packed yeah. belts. Yeah, sounds good. Um. And then bone wings as well. I think people were were thinking of, oh, I might need an extra Nick and Nominus just to get the bone wings. Well, no, you don't. You got uh, for $15 directly. Uh, you can get bone wings exactly the same as Nick Nominus in the stat. They have a, the standard bone color now, they call it, which is very cool for part swapping and customizing, but especially part swapping. Um, so I think it's a unanimous yet. Yes, for the bone wings here, I think. Yeah, everyone. Happy. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what people do with those because they're they're huge. You know, the old bone wings are quite big, and these are absolutely massive. So I don't know if that might limit it slightly. People are going to be like, I just don't know what I can do with this without it taking up so much shelf space. But Put it on the skeleton board. That's what you do. Yeah. <laughs> now you're talking. <laughs> I mean, you just that, go that, the opposite of what, what you think, you know? That would be my only thing, is they're very cool, but... I don't know how I'll use them. I'm not going to have loads of stuff with skeletal bone wings, you know. And so I'll obviously get the pack that comes. I'll no doubt buy an all in, and I'll get the one that comes yeah. in the all in. That's how I'm going to do it. And yeah. uh, I don't think they'll be that hard to come by uh, for a little while after they're in stock. So if I suddenly in the year or two that it takes between all this uh, ordering to have some ideas for what to use them for think again pick them up for not it won't be like crazy price so they're the kind of thing i can leave the fomo behind on you know get the all-in pack uh, and that's that's enough for the moment and then this is this is much more interesting the undead heads pack for 30 bucks <laughs> this is a yeah this is a customizer's part swapper's dream so seven heads five brand new they all fit on 1.0 neck pegs you also get three necks and the headless horseman severed neck which i think we all love that yeah mal is nodding there i knew i knew straight away we were always talking about that neck peg how cool it was to get it now in a pack in like this because yeah imagine you wanted to use that for a custom it's what a 130 dollar figure <laughs> just to use the neck piece so this is a much better solution and you can always just repaint it back uh, a kind of fleshy color i suppose if you wanted to use it on a on a severed human neck shall we say so yeah so we got the the gorilla skull and the vampire skull and they're with articulated jaws we got a lion skull with an open jaw we got an orc skull uh we got a wolf skull that's closed um and the lion and the wolf skull, they're modified versions of the chimera uh, and the wolf from uh, from the pauldron of Beluilith. So that's what they said. So the chimera head and now they're not the same size. They're resized, but the sculpt, sculpt is kind of resized up from those. And then we got the zombie one and zombie two. So that's uh, zombie one is from the undead builder pack. It's a reuse. And zombie two is 
Mal's favorite, Hagnon. <laughs> Without the glow in the dark. Um, yeah, so these are these are awesome. I mean, the gorilla skull. I mean, Cornboy was uh, falling over himself. He's a he's a gorilla guy. He was very happy. I think he he said he just asked Eric to do him a gorilla skull just for custom, you know, so that he could just run off the printer and and kind of do himself. And Eric's like, no, I'll stick it in the heads pack. <laughs> so that's, Rich- that's fine, just as long as Eric never ever does a version of that horrible monkey that Conboy has. <laughs> that truly <laughs> dreadful, cuddly toy. I never want to see one of those made into Mythic Legions. Ugh. That'd be cool. It'd be a, be a, something that'd be scarier than the vampires, huh? <laughs> so we, Rich, we did mention uh, the possibility of what a vampire skeleton might look like uh, in did. our in our two shows ago now episode 12 the re-recorded one um so this is uh this is pretty cool i liked it and the orc as well was kind of shown at the same time um i guess you have lots of ideas for these rich this fueled your creativity no end i guess it it absolutely did yeah um the gorilla one i'm really glad i've already got an extra to pick your eye um that's going straight on there Uh, the vampire one looks amazing actually i think that's quite possibly my favorite one out of them all it's um to get those teeth and to make it an obviously vampire head just with just you know just with the, the teeth and the way they've done it is, is brilliant as well yeah that's a tricky sculpt like to sculpt uh, i was very impressed with that yeah mm. yeah and the i mean the other ones are good i think i think the big cat is okay but there's only so much you can do with the big cat skull by the way it's formed and that sort of thing um uh, Hagnon obviously is rubbish. So I, <laughs> oh, I actually really like it. <laughs> of course you do. You like Hagnon. <laughs> I think it looks cool. But no, overall a brilliant set. I, this will increase my purchase of Skeleton Raiders by quite a bit. Cool. Curse you, Four Horsemen. I think the the like the animal skulls, uh, they could also just be used as little kind of dio pieces in your displays, you know? Just maybe on the floor, kind of beside the figure, or you know, yeah, that's, around the that's neck, pack two. around the neck of a troll, or something like this. You know, just put a little chain in them. That's what they mentioned. That is actually a really good idea. Yeah, Thanks go. for that. Yeah, so, you know, um, and Mal, you were uh, you going to find yeah, use for this? Yeah, they're cool. I, I, whether I'll buy a couple or just the one, I, the, the big. The, as much as I like Hagnon, the piece I'm super excited about is that little neck stump. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. We were messaging on Saturdays. Like, That's the next one. What are we like? We're messaging uh, about. I'm totally going to have. Yeah, I'm going to have a little headless warrior of some kind, yeah. probably from using the builder pack. Uh, you know, the one from the uh, Necronominous Wave. Yeah, the head stump on it, and yeah, it's perfect for a zombie. To be I'm honest, quite excited yeah. about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you do. And, you, lo- you lop its head off, and it's still walking at you. <laughs> that is also worse like than anything. I'd also like to say, in the lost episode, and you guys can back me up here, I said, I reckon we'll get another heads pack. And then yeah. I left it out of the re-record because oh. I thought, that was a stupid idea, Malcolm. Yeah. No, we won't. I have, <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about, Mal, and you've got no proof. <laughs> I still have your and my audio from that. Uh, so <laughs> Damn it, you've got proof. I can okay. prove everything that we said. <laughs> I just can't prove anything that Rich said. And that was one of those episodes where Rich brought a lot of the content, so it was really yeah. a disaster to lose yeah. your your audio. Um, Tomas, you were a fan of the yeah the, the undead head pack. pack is just gold. Um, 
and so thank you cornboy for the gorilla head i mean come on it's <laughs> that is really cool and i mean also we can have blue hagnon green hagnon black hagnon red hagnon we can have pride hagnon we could have you know so it will <laughs> i'm talking about yeah. it. <laughs> it's a great set <laughs> <laughs> To be honest, I do like uh, the painted yeah. Hagnon head. Uh, I just don't like. I, I mean, I don't mind the figure, but I don't need. Also, Hagnon with just a wash on it, but on the on the translucent parts, it's really cool. Though. Yeah, yeah, that's cool as well. Yeah. If you want to see all the yeah. different color Hagnons, Thomas, um, Colin Housen in the UK group oh, died okay. a load. Oh, I remember that. It was a couple of years ago. All the colors of the rainbow yeah. Hagnons. So yeah. Hmm? yeah. That's pretty impressive. So shout out to Colin there. Um, Nico, heads pack, that's something you add to the collection? So before Odsas 5, I, if you would have asked me, I would have said no way that I buy a head pack. I don't, really don't care. So when Odsas 5 went up, I was like, yeah, should I, should I not? I did. I got it. I like it. <laughs> so skeleton's head pack is, uh, yeah, really nice, really nice. And as you said, there are plenty of different ways to to use those heads, right? I mean, it's a uh, it's simple. Yes. Yeah, I think between this wave and the Necronominus wave, I think you've got uses for all those heads. In the previous heads pack, it took a bit of imagination, but there was still uses, you know, the red demon on the maybe red Krampus and obviously the dwarf head works on anything and, uh, you know, a few of the others. So, but I think this one is perfect for the the wave that it comes in as well. Just, um, uh, yeah. Uh, what I would love to see if anyone who listens to this is a, uh, there are plenty of them out there who are much better customizers than I am. I want to see someone add some strands of hair to the non-Hagnon painted one and turn yeah. it into the Crypt Keeper <laughs> from Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that would be cool. That would be That'd freaky. Be... Yeah. Might give it a go, yeah. Just pull out some of my own hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> i show off. I would. <laughs> you could pull out some of your yeah. beard. Yes, Chris. Yeah. Yes, Chris. <laughs> Uh, you, you should ask uh, Chris for hair. He he was sending it away anyways. Oh, wasn't wasn't he? He? I clipped, clipped hair into the boxes. He was, yeah. Oh, my uh, hmm. That's right. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think finally the bald has been outnumbered on this podcast tonight. I'll have that noted in the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nico takes off his cap. Yeah, yeah, we'll give you to you. Yeah. <laughs> it's... Still some left. <laughs> I'm still the only one without a beard, though, so. <laughs> Ooh. You're going to stand out like a sore thumb at Legion's Con. I already did, yeah. It was like unique. <laughs> you know, it's a kind of reverse unique. You know, you, you, you look very uh, plain vanilla and suddenly you stand out. Yeah. <laughs> like the guy in the suit at a heavy metal concert, you know. <laughs> I'm not that bad now. But... Anyway, moving on to Sir Enoch, uh, a better Templar than Sir Elijah is really what I take from this one. So it's an emissary commander. So these are the guys that go around with the messages. Basically, it's a pigeon. Um, so 
I think this is the ultimate Templar. That's straight away what I what I thought. The head is like Sean Connery from any of those first night and all those movies. Um, the silver is better than Sir Elijah. It's more of a silver. Sir Elijah is more of a gunmetal. Um, and then the helmets. It comes with the Dark Templar helmet repainted. Uh, also with a set of wings. Um, which the wings are incredible. Four sets of hands. And all the soft goods that you got with Sir Elijah. Which is the kind of uh, tunic piece. And the, um, the skirt piece. And it comes with the cape. So... Let's start with Tomas this time. Templar fan, Tomas? I am, yeah. I love that look. Yeah. If I could afford, I yeah. would like a, a whole shelf with them. But Yeah, this is the type of figure, yeah. And especially with the helmets. Well. Yeah, exactly. Quite a loaded figure. And me, who is somewhat a mechanic, always dirty hands. I don't know how to handle these white cloth pieces later on. But <laughs> I guess I have to use some white gloves or something. But... <laughs> Yeah, figure itself. Yeah, you'd be like one of those uh, one of those guys in a church or something, you know, handling the the precious jewels, yeah, you know, exactly. with your white gloves. <laughs> You're there with your mythic legion Templar. <laughs> yeah, that, that could work. Yeah, cool. And Nico, you like this one? Definitely. Yeah, I like Sean Connery. So that face. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty cool. Really cool. And as it is, yeah, it looks good. And as you already mentioned, I mean, it's very loaded with amazing stuff. The soft goods, uh, they they look amazing. And uh, as we already know, they are outstanding by now. Uh, all the stuff that comes out from CJSM is just really great. I really do like it. So that makes this figure looks, yeah, just great. Mal? Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, I'm not like the biggest Templar fan, but I definitely think this is the best Templar they've done by a long way. Um, everything about him is fantastic, isn't it? I actually really like... I might actually have to get two of him, because I like the unhelmeted head as well. Um, but I really like the wings yeah. that come with... that you can put on the helmeted head. There's just something about the way they're painted. and They're cool. Very cool. Yeah, they just look really cool. Yeah, I'd like a couple of sets just to even put on the old Templars I have, maybe. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> And they also kind of signify these messengers, don't they, with the wings? Are they, you guys can probably tell me. Are they slightly different to the usual wing pieces? Oh so, no, because I, I just feel like just the paint that makes right them. to make them look. It's just yeah. the plug almost looks like it's higher up than it usually is, but it might just be my. Oh yeah, like but that is the be. Dark Templar he uh, helmet. So yeah, yeah, maybe. Uh... I, I think they're the same, but they, they look... I know what you mean, man. They look different, just the way they're painted. Yeah. Uh, Rich, I don't even know if I need to ask you, but yeah, how many dozen are coming to <laughs> One million. <laughs> uh, being a huge Templar fan, I will begin. When when they first started doing the soft goods on Templar, so it was Sir Elijah, I was like, well, I'm not going to replace all mine, because that's I don't need to do that. And then they bring this one out, and I'm like, okay, I might need to replace a lot of mine now. <laughs> Um, I, I generally, I'm not a old man with a beard with a chainmail headpiece fan. However, this one looks great. Um, so I will be picking one of those up, uh, for just, well, sorry, displaying one of those with that head. Um, the dark Templar head, I, I couldn't see a way they could do that. It would make me want to display it. 
Um, but they've done it with this, the red, the gold cross down the middle. I think that's a that's a great piece. Um, and then they need the third one then to display the wings because the wings really caught my eye. When they showed the picture of him holding the helmet underneath his arm, I was just like, oh, hang on a minute, what is that? And then you go in and you're like, oh my goodness, yeah, that looks just crazy. And as ever, we should give a shout out to Trevor for that. Again, some awesome, awesome photos from him. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah. I think the photos on this wave are the best yet. Yeah. And how? I mean, they could easily have made. I mean, they said a few times about deluxe packs, but this one they absolutely should have made the deluxe, and nobody would have batted an eyelid. No, there's so much stuff in there. Everyone would be like, "Yeah, forty-five dollars, no problem." Yeah, but it's yeah. also great, great that it isn't. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> from a collector's point of view, it's brilliant that it isn't. Yeah, but come on, four horsemen. You know, treat yourself to a swimming pool. John is. <laughs> John's wife is. Terrifying <laughs> here. Yeah, yeah. No, I, even I the shield on uh, even the shield on this. Yeah, I really yeah. I prefer it to yeah. the Sir Elijah shield. The Sir Elijah shield is that more pointy one that comes through with Alderic as well. It's a different shape, whereas this is the shield that we get with those inserts now. And it just seems to be a smaller little circular insert, I guess, that goes into this one. And getting the sheaths too, that's really cool. I think that works well with that sort of Yeah, character. I love that, that both the sword and the dagger come yeah. with the sheath. Yeah, and I'll be getting quite a few of these. Very good. Yeah, I'll try and get a few as well myself. Um, it's kind of it's tricky with the old ones now, but it's a future John problem. <laughs> <laughs> And then we come on to a slightly controversial topic, let's say, um, Deacon the Horse. So first he was uh, revealed and he had so oh, soft goods head to toe and he had the, he had the um, also kind of hooded soft goods. Um, underneath he's a Baileus. They said that. They said this is a sneaky way to get Baileus out again um, for $65 with all these soft goods, which is... Uh, incredible you wouldn't yeah you wouldn't get a Baileus for 65 now I can tell you and this is Sir Enoch's horse so basically I think somebody within the community or somebody that saw it online uh, politely contacted them and said guys uh, maybe you not aware but uh, this horse kind of the way it's decked out with the hood especially uh, resembles a horse from American history that uh, was appropriated by the KKK uh, to look very much like uh, what this horse looked like uh, in its original design, which is a classic Templar horse. Um, and the studio hadn't realized that. They were going off a, a more classical, I guess, uh, medieval history type look. Hadn't realized that it had been reappropriated um, by the KKK and looked at that and decided to make a running change. They had, uh, anyway, some uh, armor, which they had already sculpted for a future horse release. Uh, so they quickly scrambled the jets and changed that. They changed the cross on the uh, soft goods to be now the sigil for Order of Ithron, which I think is quite good. I mean, I know people like the cross as well, if they're classic Templar fans, but... I always like anything that comes with the faction symbols. And for me, also because the third parties can't do anything with the faction symbols. So the only way you get faction symbol on anything is officially through the studio. So 
uh, I prefer it actually like this. Um, so I don't think we're going to, I don't think we should really talk about the controversy. I think that's been done to death in the group. I think it's boring to rehash it again. And there's other shows that will go over it. And that's more their area of expertise. Uh, what I will say is that the one thing that I saw a good bit of was people trying to defend the original figure and saying, uh, what about this other figure? What about this other figure? What about anything else isn't really a defense about something that you're talking about? You know, if you've got a good argument against uh, why the figure shouldn't be uh, the way it is, that's fine. But the what about something else, then you're you're stretching and you're just trying to shift the conversation and troll the conversation. So, um, yeah, I don't think that's a very useful, but there is there was plenty of people that had valid concerns and the concerns were taken into account. And I think simply the horsemen, they want to have a cool toy line. They don't want to go near anything like this. They uh, inadvertently went near this and they backed out as soon as it was feasible that they realized. So I think that's all we need to say about it unless anyone else wants to uh, go there. No, lots of uh, nodding of the heads. So then on the redesign of Deacon, for firstly, the concept of a new horse uh, for the Templars all decked out. Basically, you get a $65 horse for if you want to deck uh, out a horse that was already existing um, in soft goods from the line. You're talking probably well over 100 with third party stuff, I guess. Rich, what do you think? Would be what yeah, about, uh, about 110 with, with a Max Bird? Yeah, the set or Max Bird stuff is around about 34, 35 for a. Yeah. An equivalent soft goods set. So, yeah, you're looking at well over 100. Yeah. With so, price of Ballius, in fact, you're probably looking at 130, 140. So, at these days. Ridiculous value if you want a Templar horse. Yeah. If you just want a Ballius, uh, and you say, and I'm sure there'll be, a, there'll be a little market for the soft goods. I'm sure there'll be a little, uh, uh, sellers in the cabal that are selling the soft goods to people who are trying to build up a Templar army, maybe with their existing horses or whatever. So that's another good way to, to get value for your money there. Um, Tomas, you, you're going to get one of these. Yeah. I'm planning on getting two. Uh, I want, I mean, it, it is Sir Enoch's horse. So he needs to have his horse, of course, because you know, mounts, uh, (laughs) and, uh, I really need a, a, another just plain brown horse. So it's a perfect time to cool. get one. <laughs> uh, I, I just love that horse. It's just, sure, it's a basic horse, but that when I close my eyes and vision a horse, that's what comes up. So I, I just love that horse. <laughs> and I'm I'm interested to see what color they do the armor piece now. Mm-hmm. Yep. I think most people are thinking silver, aren't they? Which I think would be the best one. Yeah, just to maybe to match uh, Sir Enoch's armor. Yeah, works for me. No, I I personally prefer the new design. I have to admit. Yeah, um, me too. You know, forgetting all the accuracy and the connotations and that sort of stuff. I was never a fan of the hooded horse. You know, I've looked at temple horses in the past with stuff, and never been a fan of that. So the armored head works better. Yeah, I'm happy with the two. Uh, Nico, you like this horse? 
Yeah, first of all, you can't have enough regular horses like Baileys. I yeah. mean, instantly I have uh, the, this picture in mind from Trevor where you have, I don't know, uh, yeah. Magnus and you know what I'm talking it's about. The calendar three, for May. Three horses. I just realized I haven't changed his calendar yeah. for May and that was the picture. I mean, how amazing does it look to have like, I don't know how many of them on horses and with the regular ones, it's just working pretty fine. So a uh, good chance to get more of them. Uh, no question. I prefer the faction logo, as you said, because, yeah, just because I just preferred uh, over the Red Cross, uh, just from a visual standpoint. And what I do want to point out is the banner, what comes with it. Yeah. This is what I really do like. I really do like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we could do with the, we, I guess we'd be all good with a banner pack on stage. At some stage in the future, to get a, a pack of banners, maybe of course, in man. Yeah. yeah, yes, to replace those. Well, this is this is the the first wave, isn't it? Where we've had we've got multiple cloth banners, isn't it? Yeah. So uh, there are two, and it's the first wave. Yes. Yeah. So signs of things to I, come. I maybe. think so. And then with um, with the soft goods as well, you could maybe just remove some of the soft goods for maybe your kind of basic Templar horse. I don't know how it would look, but you could, you could, because there's a couple of pieces, so you could definitely uh, mix and match. You got a, you you got all the other horses, Mal, or no? I uh, I'm actually really excited about this one. Not okay. for Deke, for Balius. Uh, um, yeah, because you, I know you missed I a few on the archer wave. Yeah. yeah, so that was yeah, one yeah, of the ones. Um, well, I was never going to get them out, <laughs> and then Space, they did. Yeah. Well, then the, I got. I, but well, that's not true. I was going to get the horseman mounts and not bother about anyone else's. That's not the horseman. The uh, you know the dark four. The dark four mounts, yeah. But they were so good. I'm like, dang! <laughs> I have to get all of the mounts. Uh, so I never got Balius, and it sticks in my head from GCon last year. Eric. Uh, pointing out the you could use the armor from uh Necronominus's horse, I forget what that was called. Stick that, not the armor, you know, the the tack they call it, don't they? I think the tack, yeah, that's from, right, yeah. from uh on Balius, and you've got a sort of barbarian looking horse, uh, or something like Conan might ride. And so, I bought two. Of Necronominus's horse, it was like at some point I'll get a Balius, and now I'm going to get it. So uh, happy I'm days, pleased. yeah, yeah, happy days. Um, and I, I'm with you guys. I think the redesign is much better. I really, really like that armor piece. Um, really excited and interested to see how they paint that. Um, it will probably have been revealed in the in the day or two before I, this goes live. So. If it is, you can forgive us. But uh, yeah, I think it will be silver, like the armor. Yeah. But yeah, I'm sure there will be something cool that we didn't expect. So hopefully. And then we move on to the ogre scale figure for this wave. And just looking through the horseman's Instagram at the number of likes on the different pictures. I do that sometimes to see, to just gauge the community. And this one had a good few more. I mean, this one had like up in the nearly 3,000, whereas the others were around the, you know, 15, 1,700. So this one definitely penetrated a bit further on, on 
social media for the likes. So it was a popular one. It's Berodach, the Ogre Scale Undead Knight. Um, so it has it has this kind of blackish armor. What Eric described it as as uh, the kind of color palette he worked on it with Cameron, uh, the painter in the studio. Um, it's a kind of iron skillet type paint echo. So, you know, if you can imagine an iron skillet or a cauldron, uh, that's what he kind of talked to uh, Cameron about, and that's what they came up with, and it looks perfect for the figure. Uh, it was the favorite of Jeremy and both Eric's, Cornboy and Treadway, on the stream. They didn't really say they wanted to give away their favorites, but they then all admitted that this was their favorite. He's the warden to the Lord of Death. That sounds cool. And in a huge surprise for me, anyway, he's another child of Necronominus. And he's the twin brother of Belulith. <laughs> so this was like <laughs> mind blown. <laughs> so now there's up to this point, then there's five children of Necronominus, soon to become six with the next one that we will get onto. But uh yeah, an ogre scale undead knight. Is this how you imagined it, Rich? Um, yes, I think it, it is. It, I'll I'll be honest; it's my least favorite of the the wave. Um, just because I'm not a huge fan of massively armored ogres, I think when a character's that big, I just like to see them just smashing things out of the way and not worry about them being covered in tons of armor. Um, but if you're going to do it, it's a it's a really good way to do it. It's a brilliant figure. Um, the 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 skull on the the chest piece is is really imposing it's you know you're like whoa okay um and that sword newsflash <laughs> it looks like the new paint app on deacon has been revealed oh as we are recording okay. oh is it on the four-ish o'clock show uh possibly yeah i'm not sure where the screenshot's yeah. from but it's been posted on the cabal so it's silver red and gold there you go it's classic colors from from the uh the templars yeah Okay, cool. Sorry, yeah. Rich, carry on. That, no, that's fine, Mark. Um, I love the horns coming out of the helmet. I think that's a really good touch as well. My main gripe with it is the eyes. They're too small. It oh. Looks like, it looks like two just little pinpricks coming out. You know, I'd want just proper big red glowing sort of eyes rather than just these two tiny little dots like mm. it appears in the picture. That just takes something away from it for me. I think it makes them look a bit more, a bit weaker or something. Yeah, or just a bit smaller. And it's like, well, if you're going to have him in that suit of armour, don't make it look as if he's a small person in there. But make got, it look as if he's wedged himself in there. He's got the eye on the belt, so maybe that's the one he uses. Maybe. <laughs> 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 Looks like from Zauron. <laughs> yeah. I think they were going for the sunken in, yeah. Eyes. But yeah, I get the point as well. But no, it is, I mean, it's a great figure. I mean, I'll, I'll definitely get one, and I'll definitely display it. But um, yeah. it's the sort of thing that I'll probably just get one off. Mal... This something something you were happy to see? Yeah, I mean, not at all anything I expected, to be honest. Uh, but he's, yeah, he's very cool. Um, I, I love that helm. I, 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 unlike Rich, I love that helmet. I think that yeah, I don't care about the eyes being little and squitty. I think it just looks badass. Um, Hal Polkari uh, on the Cabal, I think it was described it as being. Um, like end level boss, <laughs> and, and <laughs> that is exactly that sums it up beautifully. Looks like an end of level boss, and I like it. 
Yeah, that's cool. that's cool. And he comes with the a repaint of the Noble Bart shield that looks awesome as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I was happy to get that shield again. Yeah. Tomas. Well, I mean, the sword alone is just awesome, in my opinion. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's yeah. a huge one. <laughs> and imagine this yeah. this creature going up against the New Jersey giant Greg Tchaikovsky. I mean, yeah, there, oh, will be, <laughs> there will be plenty of photo yeah. shoots of that, I'm sure. I think he yeah. already has stated that he will kick this guy's ass, but we will see. <laughs> He's a bit cocky, but words are cheap. Words are when cheap. Are, when you're that big, you can cheap. be cocky, so it's okay. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. But but really cool figure. I I love it, and I I'm a bit like like Rich said. I mean, he's really covered up. I, I would like to see some more of him, but well, I guess we have to imagine yeah. some uh, more of a, what it looks like underneath. But all in all, really cool figure. Yeah, I suppose. You could have said, yeah, maybe if you got some bone mm-hmm. parts, would have been interesting. Yeah, but maybe on a future. I mean, uh, in this, yeah, yeah. Well, the rest of the figures in All Star Six seems to be really naked, so it's okay that this is covered up, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some clothes is yeah. always good from time to time, isn't that right, Travis? <laughs> <laughs> and Nico. Yeah, I uh, also really do like um, the repainted shield from Nate because it's just awesome. I mean, it's, it does look so good. Um, and beside that, we're getting some Horde Prime vibes here with the chest plate. Yeah, of course, I do like that. Uh, and overall, I mean, ogres, yes. <laughs> and um, I mean, what a massive looking figure. And just looks great overall. The sword, as as you already said. Yeah, this this for me looks like something that you know could go across different video games, or you know, I've 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 mm-hmm. seen characters a bit like this as maybe play playable characters for some of these kind of hack and slash kind of more medieval type video games. You know. Yeah, that's day. the vibe you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, very cool. Um. So then the last child of Necronominus to make it six and the eldest child of Necronominus is Thorasus the First Risen. Um, he's, he's awesome. He's my favorite of the wave and it's not even close. I thought he might have been, John. Yeah, it's not even close. But And uh, the other ones are amazing, but this guy is... I'd, I'd say that Scally is second, but this guy is a long way in first. So first he has the shield, and I'm I just love those raised shields that they do now. Practically they can be a bit awkward. I'm I'm gonna put magnets on a few on, on mine that I'm keeping for, for my collection. Um make it a bit easier maybe, but because they can be a bit heavy for the handle. But yeah, he's got the soft goods. Um, all tattered. There's a fur part at the top of the cake that goes around the neck that just looks incredible. It's got a uh, cloth goods for the loincloth, but also a screen sculpted loincloth underneath to kind of give it that kind of two, I don't know, two tone look. 
it's got a soft goods banner nico so you know we got another banner with the soft goods uh he's got uh four four sets of hands two sets of feet armored and unarmored and he's the arch general of the congregation of necronominus so what more do you want really in a figure for me rich this this just straight away reminded me of like some customs you've got of rich kais just the style not even the you know the figure itself just the kind of style and the vibe and the kind of you know how how out there it is and kind of how yeah and it's got that really that really cool look as well with the soft goods that you know you've got the the clothing and then you've got the yeah. just the, the ribs just showing out underneath, which again is very much a rich rich Kais thing. And I, I was hoping for something like that on the, uh, the yeah. He show. he's it done it with maybe the armored torso with the kind of yeah. where he dremeled out the the piece and then put a bit of bones in there, which is a you know that would have been an entirely new tool for the horseman. This way, it's a bit easier. So you get a bare skeleton underneath, um. So if you want to you know, just get some more soft goods and you want to have skeletons and you want to, you know, you could get three or four of this guy, just use a couple of the skeleton bodies as kind of more in your army and then use the various soft goods uh, throughout your army. So hmm. uh, very cool. Um, Mal, is this one up there for you? I always feel guilty saying it. I mean, I think <clears throat> I have to say, he looks amazing. But you can have your opinion, you know, <laughs> this is he what looks... the show is about. <laughs> he looks amazing. And I, I will no doubt, well, I'll buy at least one of him. I may buy multiples for parts and things like that, but he isn't my, he, I don't immediately go, oh, yeah. I mean, I do. I go, wow, look how cool he is. But he, I, I'm not as excited about him as I am as some of the others. Let's put it that way. Fair enough. Mm, sorry. You're wrong, but fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> I just say, he looks, it's a weird thing to say. It, it is a weird thing to say because he looks incredible and he is in some ways, easily the best figure in the line, you know, for, you know, yeah. how Jeremy talked about, if you were going to get the best figure from all stars, it's, he's that, but he doesn't excite me as much as some of the others. Fair enough. Tomas, bring me back. This, is, this is the star <laughs> of the wave. Um, I mean, yes, I knew you would be right. <laughs> I really love this figure. It's, it's, it's a Norse vibe. I mean, to the, the Viking, I have made a post about this. Uh, I mean, uh, a, a Viking, undead Viking. Uh, I saw your yeah. your post. Yeah. Loved that. And but not only that, the figure in se- itself is it's really really cool. And another one with a super interesting bio. I mean, they're, they're mentioning something about the the liturgy of bone, a, a celebration of death, which will be the yeah. end of all life in mythos. I mean, is is that a ritual or a band of characters? <laughs> I don't even know what it is. Maybe they mentioned it, but I missed it. So, or is it a weapon? <laughs> no, I think you're right. I think it's. Uh, I think it's still. Uh, yeah, just yeah, like that. So. Super cool. I mean, that, that it just, it just my imagination just goes, ah, bonkers. I mean, it's so much cool things going on just with. The visual of the figure and the bio combined makes this a perfect package in my mind. Perfect. Yeah, Mal is realizing he's wrong now. I can see him. <laughs> <laughs> no, as, as I say, it feels, I almost feel like, what are you saying as I say it? But because I do agree, I totally agree. He is an incredible. Do you want me to figure, edit out the last bit? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, as I say, 
<laughs> I, I complete. This is what I, I, I know, try to I'm get across. Mess. Is I, I, yeah. It's it is. It's exactly that thing Jeremy said about the the all star the voting for the all stars. If you're going to vote for the very best one, you're talking about uh, Vortog. He's that in this wave. He is yeah. the very best figure, and but he's not the one that excites me the most. Uh, you know, Scally and uh, Andrew are those ones for me. So fair enough. And Nico, thirty-seven dollars. Can you believe it for this one? Number one for sure. Yeah. Oh. No. No. Oh. No doubt on that. I mean. Oh. Yeah. Oh my God. We mentioned the shield. We got the. Uh, we got the banner again. And this figure. Yeah. Yeah. I knew. I, I knew Nothing we invited you guys on for the re- for. <laughs> <laughs> reason. <laughs> Well, good. I'm glad that uh, some of us were correct at the end. So it's all good. Um, so that's a what f- I thought was quite. Sorry, John. What I thought was quite interesting with Thoracis was how armored he is. Yep. Yeah. So they kept a lot of the other ones really skeletal, but for him, it's like no, he's got armored. I'm not sure about the upper legs, but certainly the lower legs are armored. His right arm is all armored. Yeah. But so they've the really arch- gone for the sort of heavy armor look. Arch general of the congregation. So I suppose if any of them is going to have armor. It would be appropriate. But he has yeah. skeleton feet. I like that. Yeah, that you get that as well is cool. The additional feet, yeah. Yeah, that is very cool. Um, and yeah, Rich, I mean, you got you get a few of this guy and you can jazz up some of your previous figures, customs, whatever, exactly. you know, with, yeah. with parts. This, this is a great thing with this wave and with the Necronominous wave. Mm. My skeletons are going to look much better. Yeah, you could be weeks just... It'd be like Lego, you know, just trying to <laughs> put, yeah. put in parts, oh, yeah. you know, take a foot off this guy, put a, put a, you know, bone foot on this guy. Yeah. So much fun. So this is a 49, a 400, and, I wish it was 49, $495 <laughs> all in, uh, which is basically you get a one figure for free. It's $37 uh, cheaper than if you bought them all, everything separately. So that's for everything that we've talked about. Um. It's already tooled with Necronominus, any of the new tooling. They mentioned that. So I think we noted that on a previous show. Um, It's a five-week pre-order until the 9th of July. So that gives uh, a couple of payment cycles, I would say, for people, depending on what payment uh, uh, cycle they're on at work. So that's... uh, pretty fair i was slightly surprised at how short that pre-order window is actually well i think it's probably this it big, probably it's... means that mid-july there's something else happening like it re- does. Re- would... reinforcements or yes i wouldn't be at all surprised yeah, reinforcements or... come in sort of towards the end of july and then a new cosmic wave in september or something was it the monkey king the cosmic and potentially the we know nothing about it but we're completely speculating reinforcements are probably all somewhere on the water now if they're and mm. probably together or, you know, within a couple of containers of each other. There was a very, very strong hint as well on the show that Jeremy did with Eric that there could well be, probably is, another figure obscura coming this year as well. So, God help us. And our wallets. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Eric had to stop himself a couple of times talking about what uh, Nate was currently working on, so uh, <laughs> packaging-wise. So. Cool. Yeah, they ha- yeah. You kind of forget now because uh, he doesn't work in the studio, but he is full time with the studio now, Nate. So, um, you know, we we're going to get a lot of cool packaging stuff, which 
I really like. Um, and then as regards to shipping, they have an estimated of like a year from now. So this time next year, uh, when we're doing our episode 60 odd, whatever it's going to be, we'll be chatting about getting this in hand, hopefully shortly after the Necronominous wave. That would be sweet. Yeah, you've got to presume they're going to be very, very close together. Yeah. In terms of when they ship. Yeah, you'd hope so. And you think now with the, that they've got the couple of years now of the kind of really strict regular pre-orders where they're not giving these random extensions and when they're not doing stuff that maybe... Um, and also this COVID delays is probably still working its way through the system. Do you know what I mean? Like if uh, whatever cosmic got a bit delayed because of COVID, but whatever uh, with the tooling and blah, blah, blah. And okay, we got all stress five quicker, but uh, if we get really into the rhythm now where there's no unforeseen delays, um, we could uh, we could end up getting a lot of shipments in a very uh, quick amount of time. <laughs> which is, I mean, we're going to be, I mean, you know, I remember when July seemed so far off for Cosmic and now it's like, oh my goodness, it's actually July. The next month, the next time we turn a month, it's July. You know? Yeah. 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 I mean, Tomas, what I know from Sweden, I mean, you all stop working there in about three weeks' time yep. for a couple of months. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a couple of months, but... <laughs> No, yeah. I know for a month. Uh, midsummer is what twenty uh, first yep, yep. or so, and then it's uh, and then it's a kind of a a very quiet. Yeah, period, almost I would all say. of July will be for a couple of weeks. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, people on their people and their holiday homes yep. and the yeah up the by the lakes pulling the caravans there. around the country. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stay away yeah. from the highways. <laughs> stay away from the highways. Exactly. So what are what are you guys looking forward to most? And what are you looking forward to most, Tomas, in terms of what's going to arrive in your post box in the next? Well, <clears throat> I got my tactics figures. So um... <laughs> good for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I mean actually, it's uh, uh, the 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 first figures of Cosmic Legions. I I. I'm so excited about that, man. I, I, I have already started to clean out some shelf space because, you know, you got to. <clears throat> and uh, I just, I sort of know what to expect, but still don't, if you know what I mean. Uh, at, at GCon, we held them. I mean, the, the, the test shots and uh, some prototype stuff. And so we, we've seen them and held them, but it's still not the same as production figures. So I, I'm really excited. I think that is my number one hype train at the moment yeah i think uh mal we're gonna to have to do about four episodes in a row yeah. on cosmic when that comes <laughs> we'll in we'll have to get thomas back on for that one as well and <laughs> <laughs> super excited about yeah. uh, cosmic just let you let just let you and tomas on and i'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll just sit it. in the corner it's as fine. the producer <laughs> you guys talk and i'll press record and i'll press stop <laughs> Gonna be awesome. <laughs> All right, Tommy. <laughs> Rich can play with his vampires, and I'll yeah. I'll there like you go. <laughs> we'll be like choo, 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 choo. until until someone mentions cosmic vampire, and then he'll be like, oh yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> cosmic Templar. Oh yes, cosmic vampire <laughs> Templar. Ooh. <laughs> 
No, he's thought of I'm laughing, but I'm now making a note of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> let's let's scribble that down. And you, Nico, what's your most anticipated of what you have on order? The game and the book. Oh, okay, so the cool. game is on order, but the book, of course, not. But I mean, I, I, of course, I'm looking forward to all these figures, but it, it's not like, OK, I'm looking forward more to whatever, to, more than to something else. It's just as they are all great and it will be awesome when they show up. But the game, uh, this is something different, you know, and uh, I'm a sucker for the lore. So we will get a lot with that. Uh, I also love to play uh, games. I'm not 100% sure if this game will be something for me. But I mean, it's Mythic Legion, so I, I will play it anyways. <laughs> yeah, I think we. Uh, from yeah. what I saw, we get the kind of customizer part of it first before we get the full game. Maybe. Um, so yeah. at least that'll be good to That's get a fine. feel of it, you know. As long as you know that it's just the customizer, I think it's fine. You you know you go into it like with that, and uh, by the time we get the full game, yeah, you you won't have to waste too much time customizing your character. You'll be kind of into the game and see how it goes. Yeah, cool. No, that's interesting. Yeah, for me, um, I mean, obviously the the Cosmic Legions is super exciting, but the Poxus Wave for me, it's just a forgotten wave right now. And it's uh, it's something that, uh, like, it has my favorite, most anticipated character in Tarnog. I mean, of course, there's there's loads more. But, you know, if I have to not sit on the fence, Mal, it'll say it's Tarnog. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, I mean, Poxus is incredible as well. Isn't he it? is, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they kind of almost go without saying. But uh, yeah. so... In but, fairness, John, Tharnog is one of the six males we're looking forward to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking forward to him called He's Crack one of the Dark. six green figures that are coming in the future <laughs> that he's, he's interested in, yeah. Um, oh, no, oh, no, Tharnok's the, yeah, 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 the York, yeah. isn't it? The yeah. big fruit scale. And I think I opened, I ordered an, an extra at a local retailer here, so, you know, even if my shipment gets blocked again for forever, you know. I don't, that's never happened to me before. So there's something weird with this. Uh, I need to get to the bottom of it. But anyway. Uh, do you do you have the shirt and the map in? Yeah. I have, a, yeah, all it the might, kind of. Might be that. The crap. Right? Yeah, no. The coins. Yeah. I'll, t I'll tell you something. And it's a, it's a, it's definitely a data protection breach that they did. But uh, in emailing the customer service, she forwarded me an email that they sent to their customs clearance broker uh, where they queried a couple of, uh, where they queried my package or whatever. And there was somebody else's package uh, on that, the tracking number. <laughs> so of course I tracked it just to see, cause I thought it was mine and it was somebody else's. And that one has been sitting there since a week before mine. And I always check that one as well as mine. And that one hasn't moved either. <laughs> and that one is also yeah. from the United States. And I also saw in the in the email signature of the guy that they sent it to, that he said, uh, it said in the email signature that their offices were closed for, and it was like two or three weeks of May. And I only noticed this the other day when I kind of went back into this thing to, 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 to check the tracking number again. Uh, so I imagine that he's just sitting on a huge backlog and he's going through them as slowly as he possibly can. And uh, mine is definitely not important. So 
I imagine the other one might move before mine. But yeah, otherwise it's just completely bizarre. And what I would say on this actually, and and it's to to reflect positively back on the customer service of the horsemen and the games team, I guess. I emailed the games team just to make sure that they weren't uh, pending a query uh, back from the customs, because I guess sometimes the customs might contact the sender instead of the receiver. And uh, they came back to me within 30 minutes of the email saying, oh, we'll, we'll, you know, sorry to hear about that. And we'll query with the shipping. And within an hour, they came back and said, no, we've had no, uh, no communications from FedEx or anyone on this package. So, you know, sorry, but hope it gets to you soon. So for me, that's fine. I just wanted to cover that base. Not that, you know, somebody was missing an email somewhere and it was just a question of, you know, they had to reply to the email and then the package would be released or something. So, yeah, I just think it's just some really stupid bureaucracy thing, you know, <laughs> that just happened to fall on my lap this time. Um, it's not so important, but it's just it's just a head scratcher. And as I said, I just I would hate one day to refresh the tracking and then suddenly see that it's on a plane on the way back. That's <laughs> you know? like ah. it, it, I'm sure it will it, it will show up yeah. at some. Um, I'm, I'm telling you, I, I might be the only person in, in the world that ever got an international shipment from Travis Bolts, right? Yeah. Oh no, I did as well. Yeah, last year because I painted. Oh, from great! Here, yeah. hey. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so you you know what I'm talking about, and this this one package he sent it got. I don't know. They shipped it the other way around the globe, and it got lost for months. Oh, really? So it was off the record. Okay, he he was so kind to um to send me the money back, which was really awesome. And uh, yeah, just totally out of nowhere, this package was in front of my door. <laughs> so, of course, I didn't uh, give him the money back. <laughs> no, no, <sorry. laughs> I, I did. <laughs> I, I did. Shout out. You, should, you shouldn't have. Pete will be <laughs> to hear that you gave him the money back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it, it seriously, yeah. it took, I don't know how many months. It was ridiculous. Yeah, that is the, For whatever that is the tricky thing with uh, the shipping outside of, I won't yeah. say international shipping because, you know, we're all in the EU and, okay, UK. But I'll ship to anywhere in the EU and be fairly confident it's going to get there at some stage. Uh, and even the UK is still fine. Um yeah, the US or Australia or somewhere. Yeah, unless you ship it like really courier, you know, you really can't be sure how long it's going to take. And especially within the last three years when COVID happened. It's like crazy. Yeah, I, I did the same. I shipped a package to my friends in Australia, the Toy Power guys. <laughs> I shipped it in May. They got it on the 6th of January. Wow. <laughs> And it was four Mythic Legions customs that I did for them as a kind of a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Surprise! It turned out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, I just totally given up on it, you know. And then I got the message, like a one snowy January morning. I remember I was walking back from uh, dropping my kids off to the bus for school. <laughs> and it's like, it's here. It's like, what's there? <laughs> I was like, completely forgotten about it. <laughs> So yeah, these things have a you you learn patience, you know. But uh, I think initially you get impatient. Like I would say, the first day or two, this package was in customs. I was like, "Come on, come on!" And then as I realized it was just going to be stuck there forever, I just I'm totally over it now. You know, in that I'm almost not excited to get it. You know, 
but I'll be excited when it shows up. I'm sure. Well, as you said at the start of the show, John, we're not going to mention the tactic stuff. So. No. <laughs> <laughs> We've only, I'll, will I edit all that out then? <laughs> and just leave the laugh, and then people will wonder what we're laughing at. <laughs> Very good. Well, that's that's all I have for this this week. So does anyone else have anything? And while you're on, boys, feel free. Uh, we had anything arrive in the last uh, week or so, guys? No. I don't think so. I forget. So. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't have to be legions. Any new action figures of any kind? No. Anything? I could mention collection. though. This will be yeah. probably be posted on Friday. Yeah. I guess. So I could yeah. mention yeah. that the yeah. uh, vampire fan Steve O'Beg will be on my show, favorite favorite Fe- legion, this evening. Oh, so cool. Yeah, Steve is a listener yep. to the show as yes. well, and. Uh, as I mentioned before, he's done us. Uh, he's offered to do us a few favors with picking stuff up and and bringing mm-hmm. it to Legion's. He's Con. a good guy. He's, a, he's yep. a super nice guy. You're a very nice guy and uh, a fun guy to have a few drinks with. <laughs> for sure, man. <laughs> he knows how to yep. party. He knows how to party. That's for sure. <laughs> and you, Nico? Anything going on on your side? Nothing new currently, actually, no. No. I think the last thing that arrived here was uh, the Moto Origins Snake Trooper. Oh, nice. Oh, you yeah. got it, yeah. yeah. You got yours, man? No? It's the Horde one, yeah? It is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I got, mine's missing half his um, <laughs> Horde logo. <What>? Oh. <laughs> I'll have to get another one at some point. Was that a Mattel Creations one, or...? Regular one, yeah. Did you go in for the Vicron, Nico? Nah, no. I'm really not into those uh, revelations. I mean, they're great looking, no yeah. doubt, but uh, Origins only for me. Okay. Uh, it's a, the, Anyways, the Origins, this is completely secondary, so I'm not uh, all in on that line. Yeah. I really do like it because the it hits my nostalgia really hard yeah, right there with you <laughs> I, I started i started vintage collecting vintage at some point a little bit but i prefer the uh, the modernized stuff in general so origins is they're just perfect for me yeah i like it if if um if i was a vintage motu collection collector i'd love the origins for just adding the characters that weren't in vintage into my vintage collection i think that's a really cool aspect of it Has anyone bought? So I, I, I just bit the bullet. I bought my all in. I, I went through with the all in and looked at the shipping, and it was under a hundred. So I just went, and it was under a hundred for priority FedEx next day, whatever one day, which it doesn't often. It normally takes a couple of days, but I don't care about the couple of days. It's much quicker than it would be, and it was the difference between like eighty six and ninety two or something. So. You always pick that one for the extra six. So I just did it. I had the cash from a couple of eBay uh, sales. Uh, it was sitting there in the PayPal account. So I just put it on. And then this is why I don't understand people that say you don't take PayPal. I just put the PayPal money onto my bank account and paid with my credit card. Wasn't that hard and didn't cost any money. So uh, maybe it's because you have to hide it from your other half. And 
I don't know, my other half was sitting at the table drinking coffee with me as I was doing it. So, <laughs> and I was discussing the shipping with her. So, you know, she's she's uh, she's fully aware. But she also does sometimes help me sell my stuff online. So, you know, uh, she also sees the other side of it. That's that's a very good, that's a top tip from the Allegiance. If you're ever getting uh, uh, crap from your other half about your collection, get her to sell some stuff online for you or help you sell some stuff online. And, and you tell her every time you sell something for 50 or 60 and she goes, how much did you buy that for? And you always go 20. <laughs> And then the dollar signs go in the eyes and she's like, I see what you're at there. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Yeah. And then, you know, you get a big box in. And it's like, oh, is there any extras there to sell? And I said, yeah, but, you know, we'll hold them for a while. And there mightn't be extras, but, you know, <laughs> it's just, you know, just these little things that uh, yep. they definitely help. I was going to say, I took my wife out for a meal once on a on a big sale because um, I used to collect little small figures, um, like two and a half inch ones, that, like the Hasbro superhero squad oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, I remember and, those, yeah. And they had some D, they had a DC Action League equivalent as well. And many years ago, so it must have been probably 14, 15 years ago now, I set my alarm for, uh, I think it was three in the morning, to to bid on something on eBay because they'd announced they were stopping the line. And they'd obviously sneaked out a paint sample or something from a Chinese factory. So I was like, I want that, I want that, I'm never going to see that. So the alarm went at 3 a.m., woke my wife up. She was really annoyed. Um, I bought this figure for $30, uh, £25, uh, and then I sold it about three years ago for $800. So, um, <laughs> oh, nice. Did you so, remind yeah. her of that? I did. I, I reminded her of waking her up and then took yeah. her out for a meal with, uh, with some of the money. So, yeah, so that went down well. Can't say fairer than that. Yeah. Uh, that's the dream, eh? So, yeah. Mrs. Jones, that's how, you, that's how to treat Mrs. Jones. Yeah. Wake her up at three in the morning and then take her out for a nice meal three three years later to apologize. Yeah. Twelve years later, it's like, yeah, there we go. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for marrying me in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> so, Rich, uh, then what is your tactic for this one? I guess you don't um, need to order this one at three in the morning. No, definitely not. I will get the all-in from Emporium McCall, which is the UK official partner retailer. Cool. Um, when you add in taxes and shipping and that, it's cheaper to get it from Emporium McCall. Um, the only thing they don't generally chuck in their all-ins are the, the accessory packs. Okay. Um, so the head pack and that's going to be pretty expensive from them. However, it still works out about the same, even if you go for all the accessory packs. And I don't always go for all the accessory packs. So, so I'll be doing that. Um, well, but as then we discussed like earlier, if we do a little uh, group accessory pack order... Might be a good idea. Yeah, that yeah, absolutely. Idea. Yeah, and then I'll probably I'll probably do a couple of smaller orders on um, four horsemen. If it if it comes under one hundred and thirty five quid, you don't pay import duty over here. Ah, uh, you still have that. Yeah, um, we we pay it from the first euro. Now it's awful. Yeah. So um, the VAT at least. Yeah. So if I, I normally it's three standard figures and shipping is just underneath that. So where I want duplicates, like another. Scally uh, and a couple more strands and, and uh, Sir Andrews, then I might just buy a three, you know, three figures from the horseman and then go back and get another three a couple of weeks later or whatever sort of thing and fill it out that way. Cool. Mal, what's your tactic here? I'm unsure at the moment. Um, I'm waiting till start of next month though because I've just paid out for the Army's of Ashmore, Ashmore, yeah. Yeah, Kickstarter and I've 
put a decent amount into that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'll wait till after payday. Um, and it'll either be all in from Four Horsemen and a bunch of extras from Emporium of Cool or the other way around, <laughs> you know? So Yeah, that's what I'll do. My, I'll get all my extras from the various retailers in Germany, I would say. And Nico, speaking of Germany, you going direct or to, to not re- this time? This no, time, no, you're going to go retailer this time. Yeah, retailers only this time, and probably go with Mighty Underground. Oh, yeah, and uh, not the all in because I will skip Sir Ignatius and Gothok. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah, cool. And um, so they do a deal, don't they? Mighty Underground on if you order a certain amount or. So in the past, we we had some kind of early bird discount, and you can generally use some influencer codes on Mighty Underground for buying whatever to get an additional discount. And yeah, so in the end, it turns definitely turns out cheaper to get the all in from there compared to getting the all in from the horseman. Okay. Even with the better shipping now, I mean, we really do see better shipping prices yeah. now these days. Which is great, um, but at least still it turns out to be the better price. And there, there are additional points because it's just it's a bit more practical if you have some issues to handle them when you buy locally. Yeah. And also, I mean, generally I like to support local shops. You know, I know Dominic from Mighty Underground a bit, and uh, yeah. So, so current strategy is going with local retailers unless there's a store horseman exclusive, of course. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Very good. So, Tomas. Yeah, uh, I am ridiculously low on funds, so uh, I will. Uh, yeah, I will wait in the till the last minute to get one all in from the four horsemen. Uh, the shipping with FedEx is a hundred five dollars, so. It is what it is. Uh, okay. Yeah. I would probably is, yeah. stock up some extra from a Swedish retailer, Heromic. I think. Okay. Do you have one in Sweden? No, it's now, not a, a retailer, Four Horsemen and Retailer, but they have uh, Mythic Legion's figures. Uh, so it's a standard okay. figure, would be 65 euro, about. Uh, and they have about all of the. All stores five now, so you can just buy from them. So my hoping that they will have the all stores six too. We will see. <laughs> but I guess you could you could probably get from yeah. the German or the yep. other retailers yep. without too expensive yeah, shipping. Yeah, probably. Because most of I have previously shipping, bought something uh, from uh, what was that? Eighties, eighties toys, I think. Uh, they are. Oh, that's in yeah, the Netherlands. Exactly. In the Netherlands, but yeah. that was yeah. a while ago, so pretty good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Well, they, we have definitely a good selection now, and I think if anyone is uh, is interested in looking at the uh, retailers that are available in uh, Europe, uh, you should go on or around the world. But you know, for us, Europe is the most relevant, of course. Go to uh, the Source Horseman website, sourcehorseman.com, and go to the About Us and the Approved Retailers section, and you'll see there the list of, and they even link the websites. So. Yeah, it's great to see that because back then, you know, when when I started, there was nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Beside that, motor tributes at space, and that's it. Yeah. So it's really. I think Comic K from Comic K from Hamburg was the first 
German retailer that got um, a whole wave and then yeah. from from there on it grew a lot and that now the current situation is is awesome i mean yeah yeah Can't it's I a great to... selection available i used to be extremely spoiled there was a or there is a company called into into the verse toys uh uk company um who used to carry mythics but don't anymore and he lives 10 minutes from me oh wow so when it came in, he just used to turn up. I get a knock on the door, and he stood there with this massive box of Mythic Legion. Oh, what happened? Why did he? Why did he stop? I think he just wasn't selling enough to make it worthwhile. Uh, okay. So he decided not to carry on, sort of thing. So he's still going, and he's still selling other stuff on his shop, just not Mythics. Maybe go down and visit him and uh, tell him that maybe he'll sell a bit more these days if uh, if he got back into it. Well, I was trying to persuade him to um, to come to Legion's Con this year. Um, and he was like, well, how much did it cost? And I was going through all the prices and that sort of stuff. So fingers crossed he might come out to Legion's Con. And if he does, then, uh, yeah, he might get swept away. I picked a couple of um, Glyos figures for him at last year's Legion's Con. Oh, that was him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed he'll come out as Joss. Very good. Well, so that's uh, that's what we're doing. It might change as it gets closer to the end date. Um but I think we have to take into consideration what's coming afterwards, you know. So that's uh, it's always the thing. And that's the nice thing about maybe ordering by the retailers is that uh, you can kind of budget a bit better. You don't have to pay up front always. So uh, that's definitely something to take into consideration. But do put the money aside because, you know, that bill will come at some stage and it might not come at the best time. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Don't forget about it. Yeah. Put it in your PayPal account. Put it on your... Uh, you know, put it on the side somewhere. Okay, guys. Well, an absolute pleasure to have you on the early podcast this week. Um, so happy to get two super representatives of the Mythic Legions European community. So uh thanks a lot for joining us. Thanks a lot for supporting us so far. You always you guys always comment and like our posts and uh and give us cool feedback so uh that doesn't go unnoticed and uh is certainly appreciated. So uh, thanks for that, guys. Thanks a lot. Uh, seriously, thanks again for the invite. And uh, I also wanted to say it's really awesome and uh, congrats that you're doing this podcast. Cheers. And obviously, um, people do like it a lot, not only in Europe. Yeah, I mean, like I, good I think uh, without giving too much behind the scenes information, I'd say we, we still have most of our not most of her, but at least more than 50% of our listeners are in the States. That's for sure. Uh, but that's where the community is. So I'm very happy that they, uh, they like our show as well. Um, and obviously we, tr we're, we're doing it to include absolutely everybody, but, uh, we also like to represent where we're from as well. And that's why we have shows like this, where we get on maybe people, uh, from the European community that, uh, people don't know as well in the overall community, although they should. That's for sure. Um, and uh, we'll continue to do that as we go along uh, with the nod sprinkling of our favorite uh, guests from across the pond as well. So you'll have to look out for that in the future. So thanks very much, uh, everybody, for listening this week. Uh, thanks to Mal and Rich as well for keeping us going along, keeping us inspired with ideas. I spent the week painting Richard, Richard uh, Sir Richard from Prop Masters 
So I'm pretty much sick of Rich at this stage, but uh, I'll put you for another 30 seconds. <laughs> but do look at our Instagram account. There's a couple of pictures of those, so if you're interested. And there'll be a few more in the next few days. Okay, so thanks for listening. Enjoy this week's show. Good night, we'll guys. Uh, for episode 15 next week um, with some more Legion's goodness and who knows what else. Cheers. Cheers.